live. Here we are with episode 79. 79? We're eight. No, this is seven. No, wait. This is eight. Eight. Is eight? The yeah, it's eight. That's pretty sure it's, it's eight. It's my lucky it's number. Eight. I knew it was eight. So That's why I said 79. I picked numbers that were not. Oh, yeah. Eight. Oh, yeah. 18. Yeah. I straddled it. What was the first season? We have 10? 10 episodes the first season? I yeah. think so. 10. 18. 18. We, really, we really nail it with these intros, y'all. No. Was it? I guess we could see, but no, it's much more fun just to guess. Just yeah, it is. Let's oh, look later. Nice. All right. All right, guys. So we are going to have a couple questions today, um, but a little mm-hmm. twist for us. Ooh, a um, twist. You are going to answer for someone else in the room, mm. and we have to guess oh, who man. it is. Does that make sense? And we well ask the first one. Yeah. For example, I'll start with an easy one. If you could store one type of food in your pocket, what would you always carry? Cheese. Four. Lee. Oh, nice. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Mason yeah. was so quick that and spot on with it immediately. Like. And then I also, one. also in my fantastical mind, I did not imagine like cheese that would make sense, right? Like individually wrapped string cheese you or something like that. Whole whole block. Like, cheese, sh- I imagine like a pocket full of shredded like cheddar cheese. Right? So she just, you know, reaches in and pulls out some. Squishing out. Into her mouth. Fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. so we answer, and do we have to? Do we have to then name the person, or do you don't have people? to? I was just, I knew what you said, cheese, and I was like, oh, he, he's talking about. And so, but okay. are people guessing like who Correct. we're answering for? Oh, Correct. I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's do this. Um, all all right. right. So, same question, Adam. Different person, please. Vegetables. Mm. Yep. Uh, are we guessing are in this room? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I feel real attacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say Roseanne too. That's what I was. Gonna oh, say. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, Roseanne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking when Kate first first started working here, every day she'd just come with a bell, bell pepper, pepper for lunch, and she'd just <laughs> well, yeah. eat it like I an apple. Today. <laughs> the bell pe- pepper. I hated face. that. Yeah, I remember I that. I hate every hate second that. of that. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Lee. I Same question, despise. different person. Um. Well, we're, we're, so if um, this person could store one type beef of beef jerky, Adam Jones, Jonesy, or beef jerky is delicious. Or he loves to grab a grab the gold. Oh yeah, grab the gold yeah. bar. Yeah. Oh, those are good. Mm-hmm. All right, hoopy. Those are good. Um, yeah, hoopy. What what are you gonna do? A Jimmy for the John last sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> a what? What did you say? A Jimmy John sandwich oh. <laughs> and pickle. Guys, it's been so long since we've eaten lunch together. I know. It has been. We see lunch together every day. That's why we know these things. Mason. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had Jimmy John's for lunch, so look at that. (laughs) Look at that. Oh, my goodness gracious. I love Jimmy John's. What would my food be? Uh, I don't know. Apples. Sliced apples. Mm -hmm. I like that. For you. I brought sliced oranges today. (laughs) Oh, Oh, mixing it up, girl. All right, Adam. um, If someone gave this person $20, what would they do with it? You can make it as hard or as easy as you want. Hmm. I'm just going to say the first thing that popped into my mind. <laughs> I, know what he, I think I know thing. what he's going to say. Me too. Sonic. Oh. Huh, that's not what I would have said, but yeah. Um, Is that for Lee? Lee? Yeah. I would have said Sonic. Sonic. Yeah. I would have said what, Target. What about Chick fil A? Target. For uh, her. Target. Not Chick fil A. Not Chick fil A? Yeah. She, no, Lee remember like Hot Take? I'm not oh, right. Too. Even oh. though she brings it every Thursday I morning. Know. She does bring it a lot. <laughs> but if their breakfast is different, I guess. Yeah. It's way different. different. Usually I, I, get a drink I, there, you, it, I don't know why it just went into my, like, you used to have. 
This is way throwback too. They, I feel like all the time on Wednesdays before programming would start, like you'd run over to Sonic and get like a drink and like a corn dog or something Mom like that. Sticks. Never. Yeah. Mm. Yo, corn dogs. Dollar corn dog day or fifty cents. Oh, that's what. Kate, remember? Yeah, y'all used to, used to do that. Grace. Yeah. yeah. Corn dogs. That's, are that's good. what it was. I don't know. Me and Kate and Grace Casella would always go. All right, Hannah. Same question. If someone gave this person twenty dollars, what would they buy? What would they do with it? Excuse me. Okay. Go to a bookstore. Mason. Do you think you would? Uh, yeah, probably. I just imagine you in downtown Franklin and like going buying a book. Yeah, I'd probably I'd probably go into bookstore. I like bookstores. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, so I'm going to say. Sorry to make this a little harder. Um, okay. Kids' toys. Like what? Adam. Ki- what toys mm-hmm. did the the kids have? Um. Yeah, Adam. Oh, definitely Adam because he definitely likes Adam. to buy stuff for his next door neighbors and. Mm. Oh, yeah. We played with that rocket thing yesterday. It was so cool. No, okay. yeah, Adam bought his uh, neighbors a rocket toy. Uh, he bought like, him like all kind of toys. Yeah, or just best one thing. Ever. Oh wait, I have one. You could yeah, do. Yeah. Go for it. Twenty dollars that goes towards a knitted shirt, button down with knitted animals. Yeah, you know those things cost more than twenty dollars. That's why I said Adam twenty dollars. Those those shirts are very fashionable. All right, Liam. Uh, okay. I mean, if, if this person had a robot people. for an entire day, what would they tell it to do? Wait, say it again. It can't be you. That's why I chose you first for this one because I know your answer. Wait. I feel like I know your answer. Pack your house. <laughs> oh, if you had a robot, yeah. You said pack kids. Um, correct. That's that's why you're going first. <laughs> Mm. Hmm. Oh. A robot. A robot that can do anything. Hmm. Can cook. This is hard. Clean. Is it hard? Country boy. <laughs> I love what would Hoops have a robot do, you think? Yeah. Oh, does Hoops have the robot? Sure. Sure. Hmm. I really don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> Clean you wouldn't my, have it like clean your say, house or something? Clean my work out because you like to go to TJ Maxx and Target. You don't yeah. want like, the robot to go there. No. Walk Bentley? Yeah. Yeah. Take the I robot. you like to do that though. I do, but that'd be nice. For one day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Especially in the morning when I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> yeah. Walk the dog. Yeah. 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 So hoops. Um, Mason, mm-hmm. if this one person had a robot for a day, what would they make the robot do? Hmm. <laughs> What would they make the robot do? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, probably, probably go like fishing. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that Jones. Yeah. I feel like the robot would robot do all fishing Adam's buddy. emails so that he could go fishing. Oh, I would love to have a robot do it. You, that's just called automatic reply. <laughs> <laughs> I know. There actually like, are robots now. That's what I was thinking about vacuum. Cause I like, would love, well, oh yeah, there the actual are vacuums, vacuums that do that. Not the little black things. I would love Chinese to just set up an automatic, <laughs> I would love to set up an automatic reply that just says, I don't email, text me. Mm, here's one. I like that. So many texts. I know. I would just. I feel like I'd be more efficient with it in text messages. I know. For I some know. reason, I feel a lot more categorized ever. with my phone. You what? 
I'm a terrible texter. Uh, I'm not good at emailing back. I'm not good at that either. I'm not good at emailing. <laughs> don't either. email. I don't, also don't like to call. Really, just in general. I just, <laughs> yeah, just don't talk Lee to me. Lee is struggling with <laughs> communication. Leave me so, alone. But, you know. yeah. I feel like if Kate had a robot for a day, she would get it to clean her house, but she wouldn't just let it clean her house. This oh is the gosh. most Kate answer in my <laughs> okay, mind. Okay, yeah. She wouldn't let it just clean the house. She would walk around and take notes on it because for sure the robot would do that the most efficient way. So then she would know the most efficient way to clean her house. Yeah, right? or take notes so that Sean could therefore so do true. it. That is good. That is Remember really when good. you like... When we did the Desert Island one and you said, like, yeah. I would have a pallet of this because then I'd have the pallet, too. And then I'd have it for wood. And I'm like, you have plans for, like, the straps that, like, came on the and pallet. And are like, just get us off the island. <laughs> the automatic and I was like, I want an automatic, automatic boat. boat. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. All right. Um, hoops, if this person had the opportunity to invent a new ice cream flavor, what would it be? Slash, what would it be named? Um, a new ice cream flavor. A new ice cream flavor. Brand new, just hit the shelf. Okay. Ben and Jerry combo. Okay. It's too easy to say Lee would invent like a cheese dip ice cream. <laughs> queso with little <laughs> tortilla chips. I think. A little crunch. I think we could do like maybe like a hot sauce ice cream. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it'd be called <laughs> Jonesy's ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> would it come with a stick of deodorant with it? That's, yes. that's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Because mm. Jones loves a hot sauce. Do but like some he, hot sauce. the sweat and the shirt maybe it comes with like an extra shirt that you can like yeah, that would change be, yeah. out of tell them tell them your fun fact about when you eat hot foods when i eat hot foods i sweat i feel like that's normal right okay sweat is a, a light. he has to bring a napkin <laughs> to lunch so he can dab soft way, of saying <laughs> soft way of saying it i perspire a little bit bro when you eat hot foods it looks like you're sitting on the equator <laughs> it really does. oh my gosh I mean, you. Yeah. That is a new flavor of ice cream. What would it be called? I don't know. I don't know. Lee's full of them today. <laughs> She's got a lot of brain dead. She's got a good good idea from her. Uh, this person would have um, an ice cream made out of. Sparkles and sunshine. <laughs> Called unicorn. I wish everyone could see Hoop's face. It lit up. They make like, that? I, could it be pink they too? They make that? <laughs> that would be so cool. Yeah, it would be. It would be. What would it be called? Sparkles and sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would. Yeah, it would be Han. Hannah's secret, secret ice cream. <laughs> secret, secret ice cream. Yeah, double oh. secret ice. Double secret. <laughs> okay, I like oh, that. I can't wait okay. for that. Um, lightning round. We're gonna go around a circle. It'll just okay. be our last like little question. Um, if you could swap lives with one person for an entire day, who would it be? Whoa, Mason first. Uh, like with each other? Yeah. Oh, someone yeah, yeah. in the yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Someone in the room. Yes. Gotcha. So saying with our Jeez. whole premise, oh, swap man. lives with somebody in this room. Who would it be? Um. <laughs> that, that, that's such a. Such a strange question. That's, um, that's I, the whole point. I, I guess I guess I choose Adam. <laughs> Thank you. Great. You don't want to be a girl. You have to explain why. Oh, we don't explain why. That makes it to. weirder. <laughs> it does make it a little weirder, actually. <laughs> can, can I just? You don't I just, have to. Yes, please yeah. explain why. Well, just because Adam's taller than the majority of people. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. You just want to see what it's like up here. Yeah. <laughs> the air's probably clear. I bet. It is. Yeah. You see a lot further. Oh my gosh. It's weirder if you don't. <laughs> it's way weirder you don't if you don't. To. 
<laughs> yeah, because if I'm just like Mason, and then that's it. <laughs> just, nothing, no, nothing. Just, just be quick. Go, go. I was going to say Mason because I want to know nice. what it'd be like to actually be able to play the guitar and like sing. Like uh, I've never okay. been able to play yeah. an instrument. Nice. Mm. There we go. Yeah. Lee. Yeah, maybe that. Wow. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Everyone Will wants be? to be you. Yeah, keep it going, Hannah. I want to be Lee. I want to see what the chaos looks like. Oh, you don't, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away. I'm, I'm going to say yes, also, Lee, because then I can have kids for a day and then be like, ah, yeah. Mm. That, was, that was too much. That was what I was. <laughs> I'm good. That's a strategy. What the and I feel like Herschel would like. be kind of funny. Eh, he's all right. yeah. yeah. I almost said, said like, oh, I'll be Hannah so I could hang out with Joe. You know? Yeah, he's be pretty fun. cool. I'll be Kate so I could hang out with Sean. They, you want to hang out with Herschel? Be Lee, so I could hang you out with Herschel. You heard it, Herschel. <laughs> he listens to this. This is going to hurt his feelings. Oh, sweet Herschel, boy. I would hang out with you. Herschel, how do you feel you being cross country? married to me one day? <laughs> he would love it. Mm. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for answering questions. And thanks yes. for... Yeah. Hot sauce flavored yeah. ice cream. That feels weird. Okay, friends, today we are talking about social media. Social media. I felt like I needed to say it in that voice. What is social media? Social media. It's media that's social? Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. Can you guys think of any other? Snapchat, TikTok. TikTok? Is the YouTube's YouTube's. YouTube's. I forget that YouTube is actually social media. I know. Is it? Yeah, because you can comment and like the people who make the videos can comment or reply. Mm-hmm. Or and YouTube, like influencers, I guess. What are they called? They make mm-hmm. a lot of money. Content yeah, creators. Yeah. I just look just at YouTube as one big recipe book. Okay. Right? Like, <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Or like how to fix it, right? Mine's yeah. like if I want to find a random song that I don't have on my. Yes. Uh, that's what I use. Yes. Anywhere else? Mm-hmm. Okay, so one, tell me one thing you love about social media, and tell me one thing that you don't like about it. Hmm. One thing you love, one thing you hate. I think it's given me like accessibility to ideas, opinions, people, thoughts that maybe I'm not comfortable. I haven't been comfortable with mm-hmm. in person. Like it's so it's some distance, but it allows me to like educate myself or. Yeah, understand people from a maybe from a distance things that wouldn't be comfortable like face to face. I don't know. Right. That's yeah, it's I definitely like. given access to you know things that you you don't come in contact with just in your daily life. Yeah, mm-hmm. so not living in the same state as family or not in the same city as family. It's allowed a lot more like connection where they don't have to personally send me those pictures or personally do those sorts of things. And so I feel like when they post it, I'm like, oh, and then I can like call them and, you know, make it more personal. But yeah, I feel like that with friends too. Yeah. I feel like, and this is going to kind of piggyback off what everybody's already said, but like, I feel (laughs) like it's allowed me to kind of like learn some things, right? Like Mm -hmm. what I like fill my social media with, like based on people I follow and stuff like that, that helps me like I can learn some stuff or different perspectives or, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. 
Yeah. There's a lot of fishing stuff on my oh, thing, so yeah. it's like Not seeing yeah. pretty pictures. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. what? Seeing different like areas that I don't have to go visit myself, but like mm-hmm. National Geographic or like any of those sorts of places. She like, definitely follows see. National oh Geographic. Oh my gosh, they're so pretty though. Yeah. <laughs> No, they There's are. been a lot of times where I've seen pictures of places that I'm like, oh, I had no idea that yeah. existed. Name a state. Montana looked like that. Oh, you know, yeah. like stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I knew what Montana looked mm-hmm. like, but I don't know. Yeah, but insert place yeah. here. So, what is one thing that's negative for you personally about social media? I think it's like a little bit of a paradox for me because I love the access to lots of people. So the mm-hmm. ability to connect with lots of people that I maybe wouldn't if I didn't have that, like, certain platforms. But yeah. I also feel very overwhelmed mm-hmm. by knowing and being able to connect with so many people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I don't like this, but maybe I've just created my like curated my social media so that I never have to look at this but all of the celebrities that I don't care about I I now never have to see them if I don't follow them and that's wonderful like if I like I will see you in a movie I'll see you and you know whatever but all of those people who like I just I don't care I yeah don't have to I don't have to follow them I don't have to interact with them I don't have to feel like I have to be in their lives or so is that an, is that a negative thing or is that yeah. a positive thing I don't want to see any of that. I think the negativity of like the influencers and stuff like that is that oh. like everyone feels like they have to, like you have to follow like a star. You have to follow, yeah, you know, whoever. Yeah. Okay. I. Hmm. I have so another like, one. Mine is the pressure too. Like I just feel oh, like it's yeah. so much pressure to like. Right, perfect. My house to look perfect, or to like, like mm-hmm. I don't know, my to kids to dress right, or to, to wear the. I, yeah. I definitely don't know how to perform on social media. Like I don't know how to do social media. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we know. Mister <laughs> Post every thirty-two days. Yeah, if that. I don't. I can't remember the last time I posted something. Right, postings like when it's on Instagram, like actually in the feed. Right. <laughs> right. Never I hadn't done that right in a long time. I do my story, but now like I've taken the pressure off of myself and like, mm-hmm. I just post a picture. Yeah. I don't like, <laughs> I don't make it a uh, fancy Cutesy looking. Or, it's just yeah. been two months since you've posted and it was your sweet daughter. So I feel like that's good. It's been two months. Yeah. Uh, end of January. You're due. Huh. You're due. I guess Mason, so. is there anything negative for you? Yeah. I mean, just the, the comparison, mm-hmm. you know, the, the. You know, just the instant uh, need to compare yourself. Yeah. You know. Um, also, I I think. <clears throat> I guess with that, um, mm, I don't know how to say this. I don't know how. I I don't know if if trying to only put forth like a veneer of perfection is necessarily a healthy or good thing. Right. You know? Yeah. Hmm. And I will, I'll add to my negatives. And I think that this is a very personal negative, right? Because I think this could be a positive for some people, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll just pick out Instagram because I feel like that's the platform of social media I'm probably on the most. But like, that's not a, f- I know for some people, they like that to be a form of like news and like information to them. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it's not like I don't, I don't want the, 
to be how I consume news. Like I want to consume news and like I have my other areas that I like to consume right. news. And so it's like, that's not where I want to, to do, do that. It, yeah. Like, and I guess that is where it's customizable, right? Like you can, mm -hmm. you pick who you follow and who you like do all that stuff. So for me, it's more like hobby and social interests of like friends and stuff like okay. that. Yeah. So I'm just, I want you guys to answer this. Um, being a youth, do you feel like social media or, or thinking about our youth? Yeah. Do you feel like social media has a positive impact on teens or a negative or both? And I want you to just say positive or negative and then we're going to chat. And then at the end, we'll, we'll see if it's changed or not. Can we say why we think it's positive or negative? Sure. I don't have an answer. I just, I just want to know if we we're going to explain I'm it. Just you gonna, can, I'm or just going to throw out there. I'm going to just be the first one to throw out there. I'm just going to throw out negative. I think it's negative. I would say negative. Uh, I mean, I would say both. Yeah, I would say both too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it is both, but I'm just going to lead with negative. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if it's as negative. Uh, like, I think we see it as more negative than they do. Because they've never lived in a world without it. Yeah. And therefore, I don't think they put as much into it. Oh, um, as we do. Like maybe we see it a little bit different. Yeah. For those who are listening, we're all really old. We're not all really old, oh, okay. Adam. It's just you. We got some people in their thirties and their, like you know, older twenties, and their mid twenties. But when yeah. we were growing up, we, I mean, I would say I'm probably the exception because I didn't. Ha I think Instagram became a thing and Snapchat when I was a senior in high school, but like. Middle school, high school for y'all. Social media wasn't a thing. That's MySpace and uh, the music, like that was what AOL Instant Messenger. AOL yeah. Instant Messenger. So it was yeah. just kind of different. It was like a little mm -hmm. bit different. Way way different. Okay, so um, we're gonna talk about mental health and just how it affects teens, and then we'll just we're just gonna dive in. Do it. So not only are teens developing. Uh, their brains, but they are vulnerable to a lot when they are online because they often have difficulty self-regulating their screen time um, and their and mental health risks can increase. So additionally, they have more they're more susceptible to peer pressure, cyberbullying, um, pornography, different things like that. For many teens, social media can become, addictive and in a study by researchers at the UCLA Brain Mapping Center they found that certain regions of teens brains became activated by likes on social media sometimes causing them to want to use social media more during the study I thought this was interesting researchers used a fMRI scanner to to um, use the as an image for the brains and 32 teenagers, as they used fictitious, fictitious social media app um, resembling Instagram. So the teenagers were shown more than 140 images where likes were believed to be from their peer pressures. From their peers, sorry. <laughs> However, the likes were actually assigned by the research team. So they kind of just created like a different mm. realm yeah. just so that they could study the, the images of their brain. Um, as a result, the brain scans revealed that in addition to a number of regions, the nucleus acubens, did I say that right? Sure. Okay. Part of the brain's reward circuitry 
was especially active when they saw a large number of likes on their own photos. So a particular part of their brain was extremely active. And according to researchers, this area of the brain is the same region as when we respond to pictures of people we love or when we win money. I thought that was oh. so interesting. Um, and so they studied that specific part of their brain that likes kind of triggered that. Yeah, because they were going to take those away. In fact, mine Instagram changed was, recently, yes. but it went back. But they were going to take away the when you look when you when you look at a picture on a feed. So as you're scrolling through the ones that are actually posted, you know it'll have the likes and mm -hmm. it'll say mm -hmm. it'll say Hannah Lynn and fifty one others. Yeah, and yeah, fifty one others or whatever. And then it just took it away and just said fifty two likes. Yes, and so you couldn't see who those were. I, actually, I don't think there were. I don't think there number. was a number. It was just likes. It was just like Adam Jones and Lee French liked this and others. Yeah. 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 So, so Instagram was many. aware. But there was a lot of pushback against that. One from influencers because they make money off of how many? And like and who those people are that are liking their photos. But their whole motive in doing that was the push from the mental health side of because yeah. that triggers such a Right. Mm. Reaction in our brains. Mm. So there are five things that I read in this article, five mental health issues that come from social media. What do you guys think those five are? Anxiety. Yes. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure that wasn't. <laughs> Anxiety is one of them. I mean, something to, something to do with negative body image. Um, um Envy is one of them that they named. Comparison, depression. Mm -hmm. Depression is one. That's three. There's two more. You said envy was one. Mm -hmm. But like comparison? They kind of clumped that. I think they kind of clumped that one together. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would have thought like body dysmorphia, something like that would have been. Mm -hmm. Loss of sleep. Sleep deprivation. Yeah. Mm. And the then the other one is communication issues. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. So I'm going to quickly like go over each one of these and then we can talk about them. But depression, this one they said researchers are just beginning to establish a link between depression and social media. They don't have a cause and effect relationship yet, but they've discovered social media can be associated with an anticipation intensification of the symptoms that come with depression including a decrease in social activity and an increase in loneliness I think it's, it's got to play something like like even me like I have experienced this and I, as you were talking you were like youth experiences I've experienced all of those things yes oh yes so this is not just I think this I is feel just like this is just problem. for a lot of yes yeah just mm -hmm. in general but and that has to come with sometimes you're like sitting online or scrolling online and so um, you, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, um, idealize, like yeah. what people's lives are like or what interactions are like. And I don't know, even, I even find myself being nicer in comments and like, like commenting things that I probably wouldn't naturally say to people. Like, right. yeah. congratulations about your job. Like, da, 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 da. and I'm just, maybe or I wouldn't. Happy birthday is like one of like the things mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't think I'd ever like, unless I saw them in person. Right. Would say happy birthday. Yeah. So yeah. you like idealize communication and then you get in your real life spaces and it's kind of awkward and it's kind of tense and it's almost like a letdown. Because mm -hmm. it's not as like, 
fantastical as it is online. Mm. Yeah. So you just feel different. Know, let down. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. The other one um, is anxiety, which you guys, Kate said right off the mm-hmm. bat. It says teens often feel emotionally invested in their social media accounts. Not only do they feel pressure to respond quickly online, which that is totally me, but they also feel pressure to have perfect photos. And well, Jonesy's getting a call. We are recording from, her, from his computer. Though I feel like that was his phone. Perfect my timing. My computer just started calling me. It's okay. <laughs> Unprofessional. <laughs> So, um, teens, not only do they feel pressure to respond quickly online, but they also feel pressure to have perfect photos, well-written posts, all which Mm. cause anxiety, which the well-written posts, there are times when I've just sat like, what do I say for this photo? But this is such a cute photo. I've got to put it up there. Mm -hmm. I think it's really funny because I've this like spring break week, you know, everyone's posting, um, I'm not going to call her out, but she literally said, I haven't taught my mom how to take photos yet. So this is a selfie of me. And that was her like, Oh my gosh. And I was like, that's really funny one, but also I haven't taught my mom how to take photos yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's funny. Me and Olivia Mm -hmm. Keffer, who's a previous student, um, at Bumsy, uh, we used to like read people's comments and they were always like super witty or they'd have like a pun in them. Yeah. And like, then I started feeling pressure because like everyone could, and usually I'd just be like, me and Herschel sitting on a bench, <laughs> yes. you know, like it just be yeah. yes. something. And then you read those witty ones, and like, I'm like, okay, they're that so is not clever. Cool yeah, yeah. Then I'm trying to come up with some. You I, know. Maybe that's why I don't post a lot, because I just don't like. <laughs> I think that's what it would just be at this point. Like yeah. at this point, I think I would just post and be like, "This is yet another picture of my daughter." Yes, here that's she is. That's pretty much what I got going <laughs> on right now. Out, yeah. Check in in a few months. Yeah. They also said peop- um, teens have anxiety about keeping up with everything online, which I for sure mm-hmm. feel that. I'm like, yeah. oh, man, there's so many stories I haven't seen. And you know how Instagram puts the ones that you look at a lot mm. first? Mm-hmm. Then you're like, oh, I just need to click on that. And, and that's why Lent, like people give up social media for Lent. And I've done that before. Always failed. But like, it's hard. That's a long time. I, I was just thinking, like, we announced that we were moving mm-hmm. during Lent. Like, there are just going to be people who've given that up that, like, yeah, I like it has happened all like, during. Mm-hmm. Wait, Lee's like, gone. Wait, what? You know, <laughs> yeah, like if, if we don't have if we don't see them on a regular basis. Right. But to, I feel that way. I feel like I'm gonna miss out. Like there's yeah, you do like even a day goes by and you're like, oh my gosh, so and so had a baby or like, got a job. Well, and yeah. I think we're pointing out something really important. And, and Hannah, you just said it. Like after you said that last the last thing, like missing out, and you're like, I feel that too. Like this is all written about teens, but like. It's None forever. of us in here are teenagers, and we all feel the same thing. Oh, yeah. like, I feel like they target just teenagers in this, but like, yes. I think adults feel it too. Maybe in a slightly different way. But, I but think like, the difference is that we have been without it. Yeah, I think we know a world without it, but I think it's hard because, and I say my next point to think like, what you brought up moving, right? Like, that's how you announce yeah. that you're moving, right? Like, yeah. once we put it on social media, all right, it's out there, right? Like, how did you announce stuff before that? Truly. Yeah. You mailed it, right? I guess. I don't know. A phone call? Like, I think it was just yeah, just bumping word into people. And, like, your neighbors knew. And, like, that yeah. spread around. And yeah. the word but I spread. Can't, yeah. But, I mean, to you, to your point, Kate, of saying, like, we remember without it. But, like, I can't remember, like, not. But also, I don't think it was a very big deal. Like, when yeah, I maybe. saw that Lee was moving, it was a big deal to us. But, like second and third circles away from me wouldn't really ca- like they knew I was a youth minister or whatever but like they were like oh okay you know whatever and it wasn't like people had to know everything about me yeah 
I think it's just, it, but I remember, like, you would go back to school in the fall, and you'd be like, where's Tyler Smith? And they're like, oh, the Smiths moved this summer. And you're like, mm. I had oh. no idea. Yeah, you know, oh, just, yeah. <laughs> it's like catching up, and I think now we don't have to do, there's no lapse in yeah. knowledge. Like, we mm. know everything, everything right away. Yeah, right. like, and this is a silly example, but, like, that that kid that, like, used to always have a shaved head, he grew a whole had a hair over yeah. the summer. Like now he's got hair. He's got a new hairstyle. Six inches. Or yeah. Yeah. yeah like I remember our buddy. Like <laughs> I'm gonna make fun of him. Of course he's. Anyways, <laughs> like our <laughs> we we kind of joked into like our buddy Jeff like went through a whole transformation over a summer, and they were like, "Whoa, look at new Jeff!" You know, like <laughs> like yeah. he new like Jeff. I mean like kind of his style changed, like yeah. hair change. You know, and all of a sudden it was like, "Oh, there's new Jeff!" You know, yeah, now I mean, it's yeah. like you get a haircut and you post about it. Yeah, you know, right. like we know that you're, you got, you know, purple highlights now or whatever <laughs> it is, right? Like, right. so yeah. it's... You don't miss anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so another one is sleep deprivation. Sometimes teens spend so many hours on social media, they begin to lose valuable sleep. Lo- loss of sleep can lead to moodiness, dropping grades, overeating, as well as um, create, exi- like, add to the existing problems like depression, anxiety, or ADD. I think also just, I think about too for myself, like if I see my phone light up and I've kind of set it down, I might look at it again after I've been like trying to go to sleep. So I think you just, when your phone Mm -hmm. lightens up, you just want to look and see. Right. Yeah, you've trained your brain to say like, okay, like that's going to give me the endorphins or that's going to give me the dopamine boost that like, I want by looking at this phone or looking at this tablet or do y'all feel like allowed like and I say allowed but like do you allow yourself to like not feel like you have to look at your phone yes. or like respond to things yes I think I have trouble with that I really struggle with that yeah I, like it's been something that I've like like been working on I think especially during COVID when it's like we are all kind of so separated so it is like you know, a lot of times this is how we communicate, you know, even within a staff. But, like, after a certain hour, like, amount of communication, like, and maybe you all have noticed this with me or maybe you haven't, I don't know. But, like, I feel okay to be like, I'm not going to reply. Like, yeah. this is, it's going to be okay. Like, yeah. it's 9 o'clock now. Nothing's going to change between now and when I look at it again at 6. And that's right. a healthy, good, healthy boundary that you have created. It's hard to do that, though, that. because it's, like... It really helps if you just let your phone battery run down all day and then let it die and then plug it in right when you're going to bed. So then you just, like, uh, don't see, see that would it. be hard. <laughs> that is good. That's what Sean does. That's I, a good... Yeah, I can't. I, can't. I just feel like this desire and need to respond immediately if i if somebody missed call or a text i'm like oh i gotta call him back right away and my mom would be like oh i have a missed call from a friend i'll call her back tomorrow i'm like tomorrow She's going to be wondering what you're doing. Your face is going to be on the milk carton by then. (laughs) I, I, no, I, yeah, I'm not good at it either. I don't like call people back. Like people will text Mm -hmm. me and I'll be like, okay, I'll get to that in a minute and I'll do my other thing. And then I forget. And then I feel this immense amount of guilt. Like there's always just this pressure of like someone's waiting to hear from me. Mm -hmm. Even if I'm not answering back right then, because how many times have I sent you a message, Kate? And I'm like, I'm sorry, this was three days ago. You probably already needed this information, (laughs) but you know, yeah. But I think if, like, if I send a text message or an email or something, like, that doesn't, for me, that doesn't have to respond immediately. 
But if I call you and leave you a message, like that's like, I actually need something from mm-hmm. you right then. Right. But mm-hmm. if I text you, I'm like, ah, they don't get back to me until tomorrow. Like, okay, cool. Right. right. That's on me or, you know, whatever. Right. Hmm. Hmm. So, okay. Another one is envy teens post highlight reels. And so more than often when people log on to, which is not just teens, everybody posts highlight reels. Um, when people log on to social media, they see all the good happening in others' lives and that creates comparison and can affect your mental health. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which we've all experienced. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the last one is communication issues. While social media is a great way to keep in touch with friends and family, it's not the same as face-to-face communication. You cannot see a person's facial expressions, hear their tone or their voice online. As a result, it's very easy for misunderstandings and miscommunication. Many teens spend so much time online, they forget to interact with people right in front of them. For this reason, friendships, dating, relationships, etc. can suffer when social media takes center stage in a person's life. As a result, teens risk having relationships that are not deep or authentic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they crave that so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think trying to create that in social media is hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've do, I totally do this. Like when I'm with people, I get on my phone and I've been trying to do a good job of just leaving my phone down when you're mm-hmm. with friends or family. I had to write like, you know, go back to New Year's episode what was it? New year, new oh, you, no. same Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I thought we had retired. <laughs> I thought we'd uh, Whenever that. I have an opportunity, I slip that in. <laughs> Anyways, um, you know, the New Year's episode, I talked about things that like, I, I make lists a lot of times when I hit reset buttons. A lot of times that's around new year, new seasons or whatever. But like for a while, I had to write like on a daily list, like at a certain hour, be present. Like mm. don't waste your day. Don't waste the evening like daydreaming on your phone. Right. Right. Like be present in the moment. And it's hard to do that sometimes yeah. because it does take you away. Like there's, you know, there's, there's evenings where Carlisle and I sit down and it's like, we're finally like, we sit down on the couch, you know, Jane Bradley's finally in bed and all that. And you like sit down and you're like, and you're like, then, oh, we made it to the end of the day. Right. And then you're like, you want to watch TV? I don't know. You want to watch? And then we end up the next hour. Both just looking on your phone. Scrolling on our yeah. phones just because we mentally like check out. And it's like, I have to remind myself, no, like be present, like be right here sitting with the human that's with you. Don't right. daydream about all the other stuff. But it's so easy to like, for me, like one of the things that, and I said this a little while ago, right? One of the things that fills my social media is um, fishing or CrossFit or something like that. It's so easy to mentally just be like, okay, I'm going to go there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to check out from the reality of I need to clean the kitchen or I need to do this work thing or I need to do mm-hmm. that. But yeah, yep. oh. I think the the conversation piece is interesting to me. Yeah. Like the idea that in person conversations are more difficult. Um, and I think I think that's because of two reasons. Uh, <clears throat> that when you're when you're having like a conversation over social media, you obviously can take time to like form your response yes, right yes um yeah take time to form your response get Delete all your it. yeah you can like back yeah yeah i mean you can you comma. can you can take all the time to form like the perfect thing right 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 and then you send it and whether you know regardless of is if regardless of if there's a response or not once you send it i mean at that point there is an immediate rush of 
dopamine because you like, oh man, that felt good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not not only that, then you sit and you reread your comment yes. and you reread the comment prior and you relive that that little interaction and the conversation for a while just kind of goes back and forth, just ping pongs right there. So then the idea of like actually being with a real person and having a conversation, well, gosh, what is that like? You know? Yeah. I, I, cause those, you can't just like awkwardly you know, sit there and think for a while. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, I feel like it really is like a, like a pinball machine in, in your brain, like just the ball whacking the things and just everything's lighting up just constantly, you know? Right. Um, so when it, when it's real life and you're sitting down with somebody, it's like so boring in comparison. Right. That's yeah. So it just good. like doesn't measure up to like the expectation or what it feels like when you're on mm-hmm. online. Yeah, for sure. Were I just keep something? thinking of like the people I'm really close with and how when you were like uh, conversing or having a like a whatever, go out to dinner with them or whatever, like that's really easy. And what gets us to that point? Like if I had only seen you know a student on Instagram, I could ask about that, but does that mean that they are willing to talk about it with me? Mm-hmm. Other than like the relationship that I've built with a couple of kids or, you know, a good friend of mine, whatever, the conversation is so easy because I know something a little deeper than just what mm-hmm. they post. Right. How do you get to that authentic yeah. relationship? What's the what's the bridge there? Yeah. I don't have an answer, just that was what I was that's yeah. what Mason's comment sparked. Hmm. Yeah, that's tough. I think that that's where I think at that point it it needs to, like, well, I guess it needs to come out of of social media and into like the real yeah, life. Just, you know. Yeah. What's the bridge? What's the especially for yeah. people who hold social media and that online interaction in such high regard mm-hmm. that they don't feel the need to hone the skill of a natural conversation, mm-hmm. or they don't know they need to hone the skill of a in person mm-hmm. conversation. I think yeah, and I think. In particular, like I do, I do notice a difference. We keep talking about like the same thing. Everything's Hannah is saying and sharing with us is the same for students as it is for adults. But I do notice a, a gap in communication style where students, like you've said, Kate, who've grown up with this and this is all they've ever had, right? Is this like online keyboard communication versus their verbal? Like there is a difference, um, mm-hmm. like stylistically and comfort, yeah, yeah, just comfort level with. With communicating and having conversation, there seems to be more insecurity in the face-to-face communication mm-hmm. I see with younger people than I see with older people who that's just their natural, that's what they've always done. They mm-hmm. haven't always been yeah. behind the keyboard. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I definitely noticed that. And, like, I mean, this is small and doesn't really have to do with social media, but I remember we've had several interns where we've been like, hey, they're like, what do we need to do today? And we're like, we need you to mail these letters. And they, like, mm-hmm. don't know how to do it. Like, that's not how they communicated. Where we, like... Mm. We learned that. That's how yeah. we... Yeah. Like, I remember in school, like, this is how you address an envelope. Right. Like, we, like, do they still do that? Pin pals or whatever. And that's just not so. how it works anymore. Mm. I think there's just a total a total difference. The other mm. issue with communication is I think you can be whoever you want to be behind mm-hmm. a keyboard. Right. Both good and bad. Like, I can fluff myself up and make myself sound like the nicest, mm-hmm. most humble, <laughs> servant-hearted right. Christian on the planet online. And then you interact with me in real life and you're like... Oh, you know, and then there's mm-hmm. also the meanies who like are so yeah. They they just are vicious because yeah. they're not face to face. Well, yeah, and I think that's so much of it like that I like I just and we talked a little bit about this when we talked about disagreeing, right? And like my like 
not wanting to do disagreeing online and, and through social media. Because, like, I think so many times we forget, like, because we're not seeing this person face-to-face, we forget that it is real a real people. person, right? Like, yeah. like commenting on what they're doing or how we interact with them. Like, I, you usually, I'm not saying 100% because I'm sure there's ex- exceptions to it, but, like, usually you're going to communicate with someone in person a little different than you're going to communicate with someone online because like Mm -hmm. you're seeing like oh like facial reactions right like i might really disagree with lee but like i'm looking at you know like i'm looking that like this is an actual human and like she has feelings and emotions towards this and whatever or you know mason like there's feelings there's emotions there not just like the picture that they posted or the Mm -hmm. you know or whatever it is the comment just an argument with space and so i think that's that's you know one of the things that i would I always kind of keep in mind, especially when I, people post stuff that like I agree with or I disagree with or whatever. I'm like, oh, like what's their, you know, uh-huh. like, like who's the human behind this? Um, I will say um, I have a cousin who lives in San Francisco, um, Elena, and she, well, now she works. I just looked her up before this, but uh, she works for Google, but um, she works with the bullying in the Instagram and the Twitter and all of that kind of thing. Wow, that's and a so cool job. So she has job. a book and a couple of like um, articles and they had first had to like define bullying on Instagram, like mm. both with the slang, all of those sorts of things. Like, what is it, and what is going to happen? Wow, that's um, fascinating that they did that. Oh yeah. So I mean, but like it also kind of like for me, like, is it the parents' responsibility to help manage kids' time online? Is it the apps' responsibility to help manage the bullying slash, or is or it is like it? community? Like who who has that sort of like mm-hmm. thought of responsibility of like what should happen online and what the etiquette is. I think it's us. Like, I think it's personal responsibility. Yeah, I was about to say, I think yeah. it's each one of us, right? Like, And when you see it, shut it down. Yeah, shut it down. Well, and it's like, God, like, I hate always feeling like the pastor in the room. And home, but like, <laughs> The Here golden, go. the golden oh, okay. rule, right? Like treat others like you want to be treated. Treat other people like Jesus treats us, right? Like, mm-hmm. and social media would be a much happier place, probably. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. here are five ways that this article said we how we should use social media. So let's mm. see what you guys think. One, use it to build up friendships, make new friends, and encourage um, your friends online digitally. That's one way. I think that's so funny because when we first started doing like online sort of things, they're like, do not make new friends online. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah. And so you yeah. said that. I was like, oh, danger. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Two, use it to schedule meetups with friends, face-to-face hangout. So like use the platform to make connection groups or, you know. I think Facebook does a pretty good job with that. Yeah. It's like they're... Um, Groups or like adding people to private groups or whatever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Be real online. This is number three. Um, guard what you share. It's okay to be open about your struggles and have a community that will support you, but it's also good to find a sweet spot between being perfect and oversharing. Mm-hmm. So, kind of finding like a good balance. Working at a church that you can't post some things? Yes. Yeah, I would think For say sure. so. Or that you should be posting other things. I feel like I'm very conscious, like very conscious of what I share mm-hmm. or post. I said, I was just thinking about like in the pandemic, like posting pictures without masks on, or, um, you know, going like you know going out or doing things like that. Yeah. Just thoughts. Yep. 
Um, Four, stay up to date on current events around the world. Build up your resume via social media. Show you're a great student, a valuable employee, and future employee. Social profiles will be viewed by colleges, potential employers, business leaders, entrepreneurs, friends, and family. Hmm. So kind of just being aware of what you post and share will be viewed potentially by a future. You don't know. But like I've kind of pushed back on that. I completely agree. But like I pushed back those advocate of like you hear this like be authentic show up in your space authentic but then but it's then like, like also look good keep yourself yeah yeah i thought be that perfect, too you know so that mm-hmm. when a job comes and looks at you like they want you and that's right. always feeling that feels performative to me i know mm-hmm. i feel like there's a balance there that i'm there's not sure yeah. Yeah. yeah okay and the last one is i think the biggest one use social media moderately don't mm-hmm. let your life revolve around it. Give your mm-hmm. mental health a break. Allow yourself self-love, exercise, spending time with loved ones. Pick up a hobby that's not through your phone. Mm-hmm. And most importantly is knowing when to put it down. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, yeah. I've, I've started to think um, in a lot of ways of social media. Um, well, not started, I guess, for a while. I've been thinking of this, but social media is, is just like a like a game you know like a like a video game you know mm-hmm. and like a video game that's not that's not real life i mean it's like it's in it's happening it's like in, in life, life right but um you do you need to you know Walk, unplug, go outside go outside yeah <laughs> you yeah. know see the sun like <laughs> you know um yeah. and that that that's sort of a, a kitschy silly way to say it but i think broad strokes you know it's kind of a interesting way to think about it mm. yeah i thought i thought when we were uh, like adoption fundraising and and like putting our adoption out there and so many people were the way that we communicated that and were given to was through social media and so then when it was over i felt this responsibility to give back social media like our story or like yeah. share sellers or share gray and i felt this incredible like pressure Mm. To, because so many people had given to us, it was like, that's how I, their investment in our family is to like let them in. And I just felt like this overwhelming sense that I owed that to people. Yeah. And I've really fought that because the reality is, is like, I don't owe right. my time and my family to anybody. Like they, I owe that to my actual family and mm. real life. Not through your phone. Not through my phone. Right. Yeah. Um, but I do, I think you feel the pressure that you, especially if you, are an influencer or you're showing up for people as in friendships or relationships online, you feel this pressure to fill that space. Um, but just a reminder to me and other people that the people you owe yourself to are like, you know, yeah, yeah. not on your screen. I think that's a good word it, to teenagers. And like, I feel that as an adult, but like, yeah, I don't owe anyone anything on my social media. Like, and I'm also aware of like the stuff that I put out there. Like I am opening up, to having criticism about it or other people, like it's opening up to having other people's thoughts about it, right? Like I'm, so mm-hmm. what I put out there is like, like that's, there. I know that there's that possibility. And so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't feel like, I, like recently I had someone reach out and be like, you're not posting enough. And of course people have said this and I don't, other realms, like I don't it. like I take it. But like people will say like, well, you, you haven't posted enough pictures of Jane Bradley. And it's like, well, like if you text me, I'll gladly send you pictures of like what's 
what's going on. I just don't feel like I necessarily owe all of social media. Right. Pictures of your child. Yeah, pictures of my child constantly. Or like they'll ask about what I'm doing. You're like, what I'm like, oh, you haven't been fishing recently. And I was like, well, no, I actually have been fishing. I just haven't posted anything about, you know, fishing. Right. Like it doesn't mean I haven't been doing it. Just means I haven't posted anything about it. Right. Mm. It's also awkward for me a little bit because when I do post stuff, I do try to be, I I do try to convey an honesty that like my house is, we are not all like smiles and giggles all the time. You know, uh, I I really do work hard at that because I don't want it to seem like we have this perfect little life. Um, which if you've listened to this podcast for more than five minutes, you know that. But. Um, <laughs> But it's hard, though, because in the moments that we want to celebrate and I want to share, like, I don't want it to seem like I'm gloating or like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I think I have this perfect life. So it's also this weird tension of, like, not wanting to over-celebrate or over-share so that people think you're bragging or something, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I felt the – I think I felt it always. Yeah. Which is just a reminder to show up authentically as you are. Yeah. And as you would in person. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So is there, like, one – I don't know, piece of advice or now that we've kind of talked about it, do you think it's still negative or positive? And if so, like maybe just what would you guys say to somebody that either is struggling or really wants a, an Instagram account? Like, you know. Well, I think I'd go back to kind of what I just said, like not feeling like you necessarily owe social media anything, right? Like you don't owe them the best pictures that you have or the, you know, mm-hmm. or all that there is going on in your life. Sure. And knowing that when you put it out there, like you're putting it out there, like yep. do that. And then I also think of like, like to bring faith into this, like I want to make sure that what I do put out there is an extension of like mm-hmm. what I, f- like what I believe. So like, I don't right. want to put things out there that I feel like would go contrary to what I would preach what in a you pulpit. Believe. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't say necessarily that like, I don't personally view my social media as like an extension of a pulpit. Like that's just not how I approach social media. I think some pastors and some people do, and I think that's fine for them. That's just not how I view it. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's like, it can't, it can't be against what I would say in the pulpit. It can't be contrary to that. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. Remember that social media is just a tool. Okay. Um, meaning yeah. that you have to learn how it works. You have to learn like how to use it, but also remember that everyone else has the same tool. For sure. Hmm. I, th- I think it's not, it's not going away. Um, in fact, it'll probably only speed up or intensify. And so the reality is, is like escaping it or running away from it um, doesn't really seem like an option. Maybe. Not, I'm not saying to those people who don't have it or don't want it that they should get on it. I don't, I'm not saying that, but I think yeah, avoiding not it is not necessarily right. the, the option for health, if you're wondering, like, you know, if you're trying to discern. Because as long as there's darkness in that space, like as believers, we're called to be light. And so yeah. we're called to show up in those spaces and push back against darkness. And, you know, yeah. so... That's good. There's opportunity there, you know. Yeah. For sure. You don't have to just shut it out. You can right. be a presence. Mason, anything? Uh, just, you know, I agree with w- what everyone said. Um, Ditto. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess advice 
as much as you can, just use it in moderation. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, easier said than done, obviously. For sure. It's, it's literally made for you to be on it all the time. Um, it's literally designed that way. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Find a find an outlet that's outside of it in some in some way. Mm-hmm. Pick up a book or go on a walk. There's a lot of different things. Well, thank you guys for joining on our social media segment. Hope you learned something new. Yeah. Yeah, like us on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Go follow us. For our dessert today, uh, dessert, not desert, common mistake though, you know. <laughs> two um, All right, so a few weeks ago, was it what, two, three weeks ago? I don't know. We talked about slang terms, modern <laughs> slang terms, mm-hmm. and what? whether, right, like we... Bet. Yeah. <laughs> Kate Which Penn, apparently we who used she it deemed wrong. as the oldies against the youngies <laughs> um, well, in our group, <laughs> and... We, we talked about slang terms of the modern time. So what I thought I, we would do uh, today, I looked up common uh, oh, gosh. terms that a sixth grader vocabulary uh, for a sixth grader would know. I'm just going to throw some of them out there and see if you all know the meaning of these oh, words or not. Um, <laughs> okay. These aren't slang. These are just words that a sixth grader should know. They're not slang words. They're just normal words. So we'll I feel like I haven't done vocabulary like in, in, in a long in normal, time. Like now, current times? Uh, sure. I think okay. so. All right. Okay. You sound like sixth graders in the 1970s or something. It's sixth graders now. Wait, what? Yes, now. Keep going. Yes, yes. yes. now. <laughs> we'll, 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 we will start easy, okay? Uh, so when you want to answer, say your name, then give me the definition. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Jeopardy or now. something. <laughs> this is, are you smarter than a sixth grader, basically? Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Okay. Vocabulary. Starting easy. Bizarre. Mason. Strange or weird. <laughs> yes. Out yes. of the ordinary. Yeah. Good. Lee, Strange, also, weird. Like sale. Odd. <laughs> A tense where they like yeah. sell things. A cash. A what? Cash. Uh, like Kate. Mason. Like a um, like a lot of like a cash of um, like a you have like a bucket full of cash like or like geocaching where you have like like a lot of stuff. It's like the cash. Of, Mason. Yes, Mason. A cash. Of you just roll his eyes at me. I just want everyone to know. Well, you were defining the word with the word like four times. I know. That's why I was. Sh- okay. <laughs> It's like a cash. It's like a cash of things. Cash right? flow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Let's just say nobody could see you doing All right, the Mason. hand motion. Yes, a ca- correct. Uh, cash like a collection of things, like a group of miscellaneous items, or maybe not miscellaneous, but just like a a group of a cash. Things. A cash. A cash. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but hoops. You got an idea on this one? No. Cash flow. Is it spelled C A C H E? Yeah, is that the one we're how, talking yeah, about? Yeah, how's it spelled? C A C H E. That's yeah. like yeah. a like when you you catch something online, right? Isn't that what that means? Oh, a cache. Like cached, uh, like when a It uh, is something hidden. Oh. Uh, so it's like when you I don't know. You so it's know like geocaching. 
you find a location of something hidden. What is geocaching? Oh, geocaching is awesome. We need, so, yeah, we'll have another conversation what? about that. What's All right, let's move on okay. from from that because we I think I we've, like that we've one. shown our sixth grader nest. Caching is like when someone hides something online, like delete something. It's been saved. Like there's a like someone yeah, can get to oh, like clearing your cache, right? Or your cache. Mm, is yes. it cache or cache? Yeah, yeah. I thought question. it was cache. I thought it was cache, but oh, man. <laughs> I think it's cache. Fancy over there. They have uh, the uh, okay. how to say it next to this. Okay. Right, this should be easier. All right. Okay. Hoops. Should. Oh gosh. Oh no. What is a calamity? Oh, he why? Has. Why? Why did I get called out? <laughs> you got this. You got a calamity. Well, I know that word, but uh, exactly. defining it. <laughs> That's what's funny. A lot of these words, it's like, yeah, I use the word calamity all the time. Not really, but is it like what a it group mean? of something? I don't know. <laughs> like an, an embarrassing moment or like that, a calamity? Like tragedy? That's kind of wait, could you use it in a sentence? Look at that calamity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. What? Yeah. Man. A great misfortune or disaster. When oh. you said a group of th- something, I, have a you ever calamity. looked up the sidebar? Have you ever looked up uh, names of like groups of random birds? Mm. You know? No. And how, yeah. how Never it's Googled like, that. Like, <laughs> like a par- yeah, a murder of crows or yeah. a parliament of owls or something. Oh. I did not know it was a parliament. Yeah. And with, with, uh, <laughs> with, when she says a group of something, I was like, man, a calamity of, I don't know, penguins. Cr- cackles or something. <laughs> Mason? Yeah. What does the word audacious mean? Audacious, uh, I think very showy. Very like out there. Extremely bold or daring. There we go. Okay. So you're just naming people now to guess. Yeah. We're not, yeah. we're I don't not. like Cletus. Yeah. What is amicable? Amicable? Yeah. I had a hard time saying that. Like, yeah, you added a few like extra. The syllables. split was amicable, like agreed upon, like mutual. Correct? They, they would call it friendly. Um, friendly. Nice. In French, the first part of that is friend. But a me. Mm-hmm. I took French for four years. I didn't know that. <laughs> give, give, give me, a, give us a hard one, Jones. Contemptuous. Contemptuous. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in a in. Full of content. Yeah, contemptuous. Like you are. Like contempt. Like angry. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. like angry. You know what I mean? It, you're it, it full of full of angry and resentment. Angry and angry? resentment. Full, full of angry. Full of angry. Full of angry today. <laughs> Scornful is how they would. Scornful. Okay. I mean, I pretty much said that. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about doleful? doleful? I've never heard that word. Mm-hmm. Full of dullness. Like D O L E F U L or D U L L. D O L E F U L. Oh, doleful. Wow. Dole whips. I say dole whips or bananas. <laughs> yeah. Dole bananas. Full on bananas. Doleful. You are a banana. Full on bananas. <laughs> I don't know what doleful. What is that word? Yeah, yeah what is that word? The party is doleful. Full on bananas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's sad or mournful. Lots of names. Huh. Okay. No. Interesting. No. Interesting. I'm so doleful today. <laughs> Why'd you put on like an old southern I don't know. What about dearth, Kate? What? Uh, joy or like happiness. Nope. <laughs> Dearth. 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 Yeah, use it in a sentence. <laughs> what? They don't give me a sentence. It just says dirt. Yeah, How do you spell I it? I need that dirt certificate. Yeah. <laughs> that dirt certificate. D E A R T H. Dirt. D E A R. Yeah, it's like it's it's like you know, like 
It's like a conjunction. Are you thinking of the girth? Earth, but it's just dearth, you know. <laughs> what is it? Dirt. I've never Short heard dearth. Scarcity, a lack of. A lack of? Yeah. Dearth. I am dearth, dearth of Chichitos. <laughs> Why did you say Chichitos? Uh, can we make dearth a thing? Like, right? Let's say dearth. I was gonna so say you, chips, so and then I wanted yeah, Cheetos. Yeah, like you have a dearth of something. So I went to Cheetos. I guess so. Yeah. That's weird. So I'm. Um, Hoops, what does it mean to divulge? Oh, Ooh. divulge. I don't know. That sounds horrible. It's like to, <laughs> it's like to share. <laughs> to tell something. It's like to yeah. tell something or share something. Yeah, Word to vomit. Disclose or or to yeah. reveal. I don't know. It sounds horrible. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh-uh. Well, when you indulge in something, you're like diving in. So I guess that's Divulges. the opposite. Let's go have some chachitos. <laughs> I like asking Hoops these. I'm going to keep on with this. <laughs> oh, no, no. Hoops, what is a foible? Oh, uh, okay. Can you spell it? <laughs> is it a ball wrapped in foil? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is just like make Hoops look dumb segment. <laughs> no, it is not. Kate, do you know what foible is? A foible, foible is. Um, I know what a foible is. You do? Yeah. What do you it? just look up vocab words on the reg? No. <laughs> Foible, foible. Okay, but he did just say he looked up different types of birds and what groups yeah. they would be called. A so foible, maybe he does. A foible is like a slip up. Small flaw or error. I was going to say like air. Ne- oh, air. Error. So like error. I am a character. very visual learner, so if I can look at the word, it helps. Glum. Sad. Mm. Oh, nailed it, Hoops. Look at nailed it, Hoops. Okay, well, I'm not a ding-dong. <laughs> <laughs> I did go to school. Oh, yeah, that, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds terrible. <laughs> oh. oh, man. What's one more? Foe. Enemy. Hey. Friend or foe? What? It's just too fake. easy. Enemy. Enemy. Yeah. Or foe. Yeah. No, they also yeah. mean fake. Foe well, be, well, it'd be, yeah, it's F-A-U-X a different spelling. Instead yeah. of F-O-E. Oh. oh, I was thinking. Yeah, is it F O E? Sorry. Uh, see, I didn't oh. know. See, yeah, but you're correct. You're my friend of foe. How many, how many more you got in there? Wait, what's the hardest one? Mason loves this. This is fun. I like this. He's glowing I right now. I like this. <laughs> I'm really enjoying Frenetic. it. Frenetic. Frenetic. Uh, very like. Ecstatic? Yeah. Hyper? Kind of like frantic in ways. I mean, very like. Frantic is right. <gasps> oh. I would have taken, I think, excited or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah. Yay! Yeah. Frenetic. Mm. All right, hoops. Oh. Foible. We Wait, why are you asking me again? <laughs> oh, wait. I don't know, but it sounds bad. <laughs> sounds terrible. It sounds sounds terrible. terrible. Don't ask me anymore. Yeah, that it? You got more? Emulate. Oh, to copy. To imitate. To imitate. Yeah. Good job. Good I work. like how Mason just looked at me and was like, you know this one? You got this one? <laughs> Emulate. Uh, I'm trying to see if I find any more I like here. I think that's about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just thought it was like wow. I read through these and I was like, wow, some of these words that I use, I don't know that I'd. I don't know you use like, any of those words. Yeah. You don't think it means what it thinks. Well, it didn't mean exactly what you think it means. <laughs> yeah, you added an L. It's like you kind of know what, you know the sense of what the word is, but yeah. you don't know the exact Context like. Clues and you don't have right. To, like like yeah. you don't right. really know what it actually means. Mm. Mm. Or you know, do I'm just going gonna to throw some of those words in there. They're going to be, foibles going to become pretty cool these days. I don't know, you know about that foible. one. Or a dearth. If, well, if you love this game, um, Webster Dictionary has word of the day that you can send directly to your email, and I bet they have social media accounts too. I don't need wow. another email every day. My father is 
obsessed. Word of the day. Can't Word of the day. Those emails. Um, <laughs> so that was our dessert. Also our de- dessert portion, which is less sweet, and, sweet and fun and fluffy. Is that Cletus? Lee French, this is your last podcast with us. No. It's time to fly the coop. It's time to fly the coop. Time to fly the coop. What does that mean? Tell me the definition of fly the coop. It is leave the nest. (laughs) Okay. So. All right. Let's get off the bird analogies here. (laughs) Tell our listeners where you're, where, what's happening. Yes. Lee. I'm flying to California to a Mm. different nest out there. Mm. And stay. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to be um, doing student ministry in the Bay Area, like Very Silicon cool. Valley, where Apple, speaking of social media, like mm-hmm. Apple and Google and all that. Yeah, tell them what's up when you're over there. You know, like Ask them yeah. to listen to their, this episode. Yeah, to our we got some pointers for you guys. Yeah, we, we, got, we got some stuff. We got this figured out. <laughs> I'll get back to you, yeah. Thank okay. you. Thanks, Lee, for sure. No, we are, we're very sad to see you, mm-hmm. see you leave, Lee, but... Um, I haven't heard you call me Lee and her voice will be missed on the podcast. Oh, whatever. I call you Lee all the time. Uh, But it is, I mean, that's part of ministry and the seasons that, you know, it's a season to be called in a certain place. And then it's also knowing that that will likely end with a call to another place. And so we're excited to see you follow your call and um, where God's leading you and your family and excited to hear about um, the adventure that will be in California for you guys and how y'all will continue to spread the gospel and live out your faith there. And who knows, maybe we'll soon be able to, like, I guess we could take a podcast road trip and go record one in California. Okay. He just said that. Y'all heard it. (laughs) We're going. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it here. (laughs) Going to Cali. We are Uh, going to California. I've loved doing this. I've loved getting to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe there's a way we can, you know, technology, you can do almost anything, right? Like, We might, have you, or something. Yeah. we might have you back or something. Yeah, please do. Please do. Yeah. This has but been really fun. It has We're been. We're going to miss you. All right. Before we uh, part Can ways. Can it be like a favorite thing about Cleet? Our one thing this week. What is one thing that you learned from knowing Cletus Lee French? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be like legit or. Yeah. Are we doing nothing, silly? Nothing cheese related. Cheese dip, cheese dip, cheese dip. I was going to say, when I first moved to Nashville, um, Lee recommended a really good Mexican spot. I think she only recommended it because of the cheese dip, but it was one of those things that I really wanted, like, as as when you move to a new place, like, you want to know the restaurants and the people. I'll allow that cheese-related one. Mm. Mm. Um, One thing we've we've learned, how did you say that was the question? One thing we've learned from Lee. Oh. Learned from Lee. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, no, no. It feels a little bit weird. <laughs> the only thing anyone could come up with is something about cheese. <laughs> no, I've only been a recommendation. I was going to say that I learned that you can like take something and make it beautiful or change it. You have like you've taught me nice to like better. kind of look at something differently, mm. and that can be with DIY or people, place, things. Like you've helped me like yeah. look at things differently. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the, well, the reason I asked what the to, re, to restate the question is just because what I had didn't really fit the question. So, <laughs> but I, I guess what what I've learned about Lee, and anybody who knows Lee knows this, but 
she's a very good friend. Mm. Uh, she's she's very good at, um, you know, listening and, mm-hmm. you know, what, what she was saying, uh, kind of in our, our social media, just being, trying to be present with, with things. Um, and I mean, just before we started recording, we were having a conversation and, I mean, you can just tell Lee, like, cares about people. So, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. That's, That's really good. Kind. Thank you. All right. Lee, what is one thing? I haven't thing shared. Oh, oh, okay. Adam, and Sorry. then Lee, what is one thing, like? <laughs> Sharon. Oh, Lee, all the things I've learned from you in the seven <laughs> years that we've worked together. It's really oh terrifying. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> no, I think we've learned a lot together. I think we've grown and, and been in ministry for... Um, I mean, heck, half of my ministry careers I've, I've served alongside of you, mm-hmm. so I've learned a lot with that. But I still think you say this all the time. You've probably said this almost in every episode of the podcast that this is kind of your, your motto that you live by, but it's, it's believe the best in people. Always believe the best in people, and that's always there. And I remember years ago um, when we were kind of in big transition for um, student ministry and kind of uh, me being in leadership and, and us kind of figuring stuff out, like one of the things that you said, and I think you, and you'd probably say this, I think you stole this from another church, but you say like being front row for each other, like learning how to be front row for each other. And I think that's something that stuck out in ministry to me is that it's like, all right, I'm going to always make sure that I'm trying to be front row for my people. And that's, uh, mm. you know, I think not only did I learn that phrase from you, but learned living that out and being that for mm. people as being front row for each other. Aww. I've definitely learned that from somewhere else, but yeah. Lee, what's one like? What's one thing that you wish you could impart on this podcast? Something really major. <laughs> oh, Ra- oh gosh! Wrap up the episode, with which the means episode. everyone like, in the nation, because yes. everyone listens. Yeah, everyone so. in the nation. Loaded. Remember when we loaded down Home Depot and we gave that discount code in the last episode? <laughs> oh yeah, for love the plants. It. Or oh yeah, plants. Home Depot um, twenty. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I would just say show up as you are, and like don't be afraid to to push the boundaries, and like. If who you are pushes the boundaries, don't be afraid to be that. And I think it took me a long time to be comfortable, like, going against the grain in mm-hmm. ministry and in life. And, um, yeah. And I, as long as your voice is advocating for, like, people in the margins, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, I guess remembering there are people in the margins when you speak and what you think you know is not always what you know. And yeah, using your voice to bring awareness to that, I think. And Mm. yeah, as Adam said, like my motto, just or our family's motto is just like believe the best in people. And yeah, I'm not always gifted at that, but Mm. yeah, just be yourself. Well, we're going to miss you, Lee. I'm going to miss you. All right. Well, all right. Episode Signing off one last the time. There we go. As Lee. French. Oh. Bye bye now. Kaka. Oh. <laughs> that was the sound of her leaving the nest, flying the coop. Oh, I got the kaka. Okay, I was about to like tear up, and then you're like kaka. I know. I was trying to say really silent so that could be our class. Oh, sorry guys. If you've enjoyed this episode of To The Table, be sure to subscribe to keep up with us and to never miss an episode. Our hosts are Lee French, Adam Jones, 
Kate Orr, Hannah DeFada, and me, Mason Cavanis. Executive produced and recorded by Mason Cavanis and executive produced by Lee French. Edited by Mason Cavanis and John Provost. Mixed and mastered by John Provost. Music by Spring Game. To the Table is a podcast from Brentwood United Methodist Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. Thank you.